This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. And good afternoon, everyone. I'm Steve Brandy on WDAN News. This newscast brought to you by Right Seating and Air. Call Frank at 217-442-4027. He always answers the phone. This coming Friday evening is the annual Peer Court Auction at Turtle Run. Peer Court Auctioneer Paul Shemmershine recently joined Tommy B. on D102's The Big Show, reminding all of us the importance of supporting Peer Court and keeping the program going and what it can do for youngsters. If a juvenile commits an offense inside Vermilion County, the police or the court system can send them to Peer Court if it's their first offense, and they agree to have their... A case heard by a jury of their peers. We have teens that serve as defense and prosecution. And the whole point of the court session is to give them a sentence, which includes community service, apology letters. They come back and serve on the jury. Now, doors at Turtle Run open at 6 p.m. this coming Friday evening, February 3rd. The silent auction begins right at 6. The live auction at 7. To hear Tommy B's entire interview with Paul, go to our website, VermilionCountyFirst.com, click on the podcast, and go to the big show. Well, recently, Governor J.B. Pritzker signed the bill establishing a statewide site selection process for wind and solar projects. The legislation became effective immediately. The new site standards regulate commercial wind energy and solar energy projects. The bill establishes distances from residences, occupied buildings, and other property where wind and solar projects may be placed. Now, existing county ordinances are limited from exceeding the state standards, specifically from regulating sound limitations. Any special use or zoning ordinance cannot be more restrictive than the new state law. Now, about a year ago, the Vermilion County Board passed an ordinance regarding setback requirements. A company has been considering placing a new wind and solar project in the southern part of Vermilion County, but thus far has not filed the necessary paperwork to proceed. The Illinois Farm Bureau told legislators earlier this month that the bill does not adequately protect private property, and the Farm Bureau added it fails to build an acceptable minimum standard for the development of wind and solar facilities. Illinois Attorney General Kwame Raoul has filed a counter-brief challenging a judge's decision that ruled the pretrial release portion of the Safety Act is unconstitutional. In the brief, Raoul argues that abolishing the cash bail does not violate the state's constitution and that arguments to the contrary are flawed. The evidence is, is such or the law is such that I, ha- I would have to concede unconstitutionality I would have a, would have to do so. I don't believe that's the, the case here and so we're going to vigorously defend the lawsuits. But former GOP Attorney General candidate Thomas DeVore said as an observer it's his opinion that the law violates the separation of powers principle. It is in fact unconstitutional. The case law is clear from five decades ago that the legislature can't arbitrarily create bailable versus non-bailable categories. The state's attorneys who filed the suit have until February 17th to respond to Raul's brief. Oral arguments are scheduled to be held before the Illinois Supreme Court in March. The state of Illinois will be working on its 2024 budget in the coming weeks, and some are suggesting significant changes to address the state's unfunded pension liability. The state has until the end of the spring session to approve a budget. Governor Pritzker delivers his recommendation next month. 
One of the main issues lawmakers are working to address is the state's unfunded pension liability. State Senator Robert Martwick recently proposed a graduated income tax to generate more money for the state to be able to avoid cuts. What should we cut, right? And, and so that's a good discussion to have. But we, we, I think modernizing our tax structure and doing something to put us on a path to avoid it is essential. Ted Dabrowski, president of Wirepoint, said taxes will continue to increase until the state shores up its pension problem. Yeah, I mean, the, the real issue is that we owe tons and tons of money, more than any other state in the country, uh, in pension pensions to uh, public sector employees. And because we haven't put aside the money, we don't have the money to pay for it. The government's going to have to come after everybody and higher and higher tax. Illinois' total of five statewide pension systems increased their debts by nearly $10 billion dollars bringing the total debt to $140 billion in unfunded liability in the fiscal year 2022. From the Vermilion County First.com News Studios, I'm Steve Brandy. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.